this week on It's So Bad. It's Galaga, motherfucker. Not actually, it's not actually Galaga. I don't know why I said that. It's Galaga. I'm gonna call it Galaga. So that's what it is. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> intro. <laughs> you can subscribe was... to this podcast in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Chris, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Steve, hello. Hello. Excited to talk about some Galaga today. You can follow us at it's so bad pod. Uh, it's so bad pod at gmail.com is the email address for all of your questions, comments, or concerns. We are adding this week Galaga to the endless list of video games, which is currently 119 games long, I believe. This wow. is our 120th game. It goes from Super Mario 64 all the way down to uh, Home Alone at number 119. Last week, we added Ori in the Blind Forest to our list, and this week we're adding an arcade classic, Galaga, the 1981 release from Namco. And Mr. Chris, you wanted to do this game. You keep saying Galaga to me over and over again, and I'm like, what the fuck is this game? Why are you so interested in this game? Well, that seems a little dramatic and probably... Not really representative of your true feelings, uh, but uh, pretending you are somebody who had no clue what Galaga was for the don't flex your eyebrows at me. <laughs> so pretending you're someone who uh, <laughs> Mike's got Galaga esque eyebrows uh, today. He looks like one of the, <laughs> the bugs that fall uh, flies down from the top of the screen with the way his eyebrows are at right now. I do. <laughs> so. If you have been living under a rock and don't even have a uh, the most minimal understanding of Galaga, it is an arcade classic, as Mike said, a fixed shooter designed by Namco that kind of is taking the Space Invaders idea of uh, you are a ship fighting back against uh, not like a advancing um, row of aliens, but a dynamic alien attackers who weave all throughout the screen they can split and multiply into three aliens uh sometimes uh they fire projectiles at you uh, and then of course there's the famous uh boss galaga that comes and steals your ship and captures one of your fighters uh as you progress your way through i don't know what it is 250 some odd uh levels before you had a kill screen in this game 255 there is a level zero too Mm. according according to the people who know the know about this video game but yeah that's what it is kind of an evolution on space invaders uh formula came out uh three years after space invaders did it's a sequel to the game called galaxian which was more of a space invaders clone mm. kind of the big big innovation with galaxian was that uh they had multicolor sprites which wasn't a thing really before that game. It came out in 1978. It was really a lot of black and white stuff before Galaxian. But Galaxian also introduced like dive bombing of uh, aliens um, or 
insects, whatever you want to call them in this game. Uh, and then Galaga came along and they did a couple things. So it improved upon, you know, the dive bombing, but it also added the breathing, which isn't in the NES version. So I don't know if you recognize it. The the uh, insects breathe, like they expand oh, yeah. and contract. Yeah. Um, and then they also added in, you can get an extra ship. It's the first ever get, uh, shooter, shoot em up with a power up where you get an extra ship and it adds another uh, projectile you can fire. So you can fire two at once instead of one. Um, what else did it do? Oh, it added challenging stages, which was the like every four, three or four stages, you get a bonus screen, which is they don't fire at you, but you have to shoot them really quickly for bonus points, um, which kind of changes up the flow of the game a little bit. There was kind but, of like, yeah. a, like a happy mistake that they kind of stumbled into the bonus stages. I, I was reading that it was something like um, it was either a programming issue or a glitch when they were testing it that like something was kind of messing with like the aliens um, or the insects um, behavior and um, the team liked it. Like, and so they corrected the glitch, but then they kind of incorporated that the behavior mechanics into making those bonus stages. Yeah. So the glitch was that when the aliens dive bombed and came on the screen to dive bomb you, they would just disappear off screen. And they were like, what, what, why is this happening? And the director whose name is, um, Shigeru Yokoyama, he was like, I like this. I'm going to put it in there. Cause they, they actually other Namco games before this had a challenging stage. So rally X had challenging stages and Pac-Man also had like Pac-Man theater. Mm. which is he wanted to incorporate that stuff. So Pac-Man Theater, if you didn't know, was for Steve or Chris, is like after a few levels, there would be like an intermission and like a little... It's actually like the first video game cutscene where Pac-Man would be chased by ghosts or Pac-Man would chase the ghosts or whatever, and there would be like a cute skit that played. Um, But he wanted to incorporate that. So that's where that idea, the genesis of that idea came from. But yeah, Namco was really hitting it out of the park at this point. Namco was like putting out bangers like all the time. They put out Galaxian, of course. Uh, They put out Pac-Man. They put out Dig Dug. They put out a whole load of video games back in the early 80s. Uh, Bosconian, if you've ever heard of that. They put out Zivius, Mappy. Um. Yeah, a lot. I of actually games. played. I actually played Bosconian for about five minutes earlier today because I have it like on this weird plug and play. Uh, <laughs> Is it like a, it's like a space another Space Invaders clone, right? Kinda. It's more. It's it's more like side scrolly, and you have a little bit more free movement. I, I didn't play that much, but like it's built on the same board uh, as Galaga. Yeah, as- uh, it's yes, it's the, Dig Dug and Bosconian were built on the same board as Galaga. Galaga was supposed to be built on like excess uh, Galaxian boards, I guess, because they they thought that game was going to be a bigger seller than it was. Um, and so they they had the designer Yokoyama, um, they had him work on the original uh, Galaxian board, and then they were like, now nah, we're going to switch over to this new board that's specifically designed for Galaga for this. <clears throat> but he did make a game for the Galaxian board, and I believe it was called King and Balloon, which is, I've never seen it before, but it's it's another like Space Invaders clone, but instead of you just shooting people down, there's like a little king at the bottom of the screen, and you're like guys above it, and you can move independently, and the king walks back and forth. And the balloons can come down and steal the king, and you have to prevent that from happening. 
Um, and when he when he gets picked up, it's funny because it's like the first ever voice synthesis in a video game. When he gets picked up, he goes help in like this really horrendous <laughs> voice sample. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's a lot of the history we just dug into <laughs> really quickly about, in this podcast. <laughs> but that's all right because what about our history? You know, like, yeah, Steve. Just, Steve, yeah. why are you here? What do you What do you like about Galaga? Galaga's a uh, Galaga's a cool game. I know I've been letting I'm letting uh, Chris like spread his wings here because I know that uh, Galaga's his game. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean personally, I've played Galaga like off and on my whole life, so I always thought of it as like the other Space Invaders game. Uh, definitely played more Space Invaders, but yeah, like I, I don't know the last time that I've played Galaga. Probably like ten years ago before getting ready for this pod. Um, famously, in in the Avengers movie, Iron Man points to a man on the uh, the aircraft carrier deck and say that says that man is, is playing Galaga. So that's always part of like my history of Galaga. I really like that line. Um, but yeah, I, I think like playing this, this time around for the podcast, I found myself liking it a lot more than space invaders. Like I was, I was reflecting back on our space invaders podcast and like, yeah, the colors, the artwork is really cool. Um, just like the challenge of them kind of dive bombing you versus like the slow, steady descent that gradually picks up in space invaders, um, where they're kind of like bombing the bomb shelters or whatever you're in. So, uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was, it was like a cool kind of, you know, throwback arcade game for us to do for this pod. So, uh, that's my experience with it. Yeah. I mean, I see it like, it's, it's really funny to me that this game is like everywhere. It's not like, it's like. Like, if you go to a barcade now, they're going to have Galaga. And I don't know why that is, because I don't, like, I don't know if it was, like, incredibly popular back in the 80s. I know it was popular, but it wasn't, like, Pac-Man level popular, you know? Or, like, Donkey Kong level popular. But it's still, like, every place that you go to, you will find a Galaga machine. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, like, it's, like, funny, because, like, Steve had said that, like, you know, he probably hadn't played this game prior to today or prior to this episode, like about 10 years ago. And I don't think, I don't think I actually ever really played this game up until like maybe like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Like we had some friends that like we used to go see often that lived in New York. And um, there was a barcade that like, that was by them that like, we'd always kind of like go to like, it's like a group. And uh, we used to start to do, um, we would do like competitions for like rounds of beers like like high score competitions and i found through like a lot of trips like doing that that i was actually really good at galaga and so uh my fondest memories are galaga just getting multiple rounds of uh free beers uh basically and then like it was like every time like i've gone to like a barcade since or like um oh yeah no other barcades whether there's a competition or not like I always, like, have to, like, be there until, like, I can get, like, the highest score, or at least one of the highest scores of whatever Galaga cabinet is uh, is in that barcade. And it's, like, now become, like, a weird, like, obsession when I go to, to barcades. Remember remember going to barcades? Remember when that was a thing that we could do? That That's coming up again, I think. That'll soon. Be, it is soon. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be great. It's, like, the next couple of months we can hopefully do that. Um, it is happening again. It's happening. Um, yeah, I feel like with games like this, like thinking about like when I was playing it 10 years ago, I feel like I played a lot of these types of games on like my laptop, like in college, like in between classes or like in a boring part of a lecture where you're half paying attention and you're just like, maybe I'll play a little Galaga. Maybe I'll play a little Tetris right now. And you just get like a browser version of it. And that was kind of my instinct when we started doing this plot pod. I was like, oh, I'll just go like play a free browser version of this on my computer. And then Mike, you mentioned that you picked it up like the uh, the Steam arcade version of it. 
um, which was an upgrade because it has like the cool art on the side, the banners. Um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, when I was a kid, I played a lot of arcade games in like the early 90s, mid 90s, and then probably didn't play that many of them until college again, like on my laptop. And then barcades now. It's like these are the waves of playing arcade games. So it's kind of come full circle a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, Galaga, I know, like, just like all these other games, just only played it off and on my whole life. At the uh, the barcade, uh, mutually uh, close uh, close to all of us, um, I think the one that's about twenty minutes north of all of us. Uh, it is actually the uh, the Galaga is actually the one free play game up there. Oh, the one in Salem. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, like no no quarters. They'll just let you play it. Yeah, it's like it's we like can say the name of it here. There. It's. It's a uh, what's it called? Bit, Bit bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. It's that place is all right. Yeah, I, I'll bad. go there once in a while. The f- food's good, but um, I also uh, <laughs> I also learned uh, pre-pandemic through a uh, one night through a, a series of questionable life choices. I ended up at a, a Dave and Buster's at like eleven o'clock at night, and uh, the Dave and Buster's by us apparently has a uh, it's like this giant uh, eight foot. Uh, pac-man galaga game that you could play like it, i think it is like the actual like arcade like original galaga but it's like on like a 10 foot screen and i walked in there and saw that and i was like well i said i know where i'm gonna be parking for like, the next uh <laughs> the next 45 minutes and sure as shit i got i had the highest score and i walked out of there that that 10 foot tall galaga yeah they have that at another place in uh somerville as well so I've seen that before. A they have. They have the thing that I was thinking of is that they have like Space Invaders, but it's like two seaters where you have like a laser yeah. gun cannon that you kind of like almost like a squirt gun at a carnival, but it's a, a laser gun, and it's just like yeah. a big kind of pixelated like screen oh, maybe, wall. Um, maybe that is Space Invaders. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Um, but it would be cool to play like that version of Galaga, like a big version, big wall version of Galaga. I would be into that. It's uh... a. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot in the eyes. Even <laughs> even if you have to go to Dave and Buster's, you know what? I'm game. Whatever. I haven't gone yeah. anywhere in more than a year, so Dave I, and Buster's. I'd go to Dave and Buster's now. Yeah, like... that sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> no, let's go. <laughs> I get uh, my second dose in in a week, so I'm ready in another three weeks. Same. The, only, yep, the but... only thing is with the big one, it's like so. There's like a thing, like there's like a like a little like this. We were talking about this like offline, but like I don't like to play the arcade one at home. I like to play the Nintendo one at home. Because like I just feel like you know, I feel like I feel like I'm being a little dirty if I play the arcade one, not on an arcade. Because like the, like I made a joke saying there's a whole art form to the rapid fire. It's like a whole like little like palm style like technique that like you gotta kind of get down. You can really like rattle off like two shots in a row, and uh, very hard to do in the Dave and Buster's eight foot tall one. But I've watched oh, that's YouTube one videos thing. on this. But <laughs> one of, one of the things I wanted to talk about too is in on the Galaxian board, and when they changed the board for the new technology that's in Galaga, one of the things they changed, which wasn't in Galaxian, is you can hold down the button and it just fires, auto fires. The board for Galaxian was so not powerful enough to do that. It also wasn't powerful enough for you to have two fighters on the screen. That's how old this game is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I liked, you know, it's it's kind of cool, like, doing these old arcade games and, like, hearing about how they had to get around, like, these technology issues where it's, like, when you get the dual fighter, like, yeah, like you were just kind of saying, like, you know, the Galaga board couldn't handle uh, technically four bullets on screen at a time or two fighters on board at a time. So when you actually get the two fighters, your 
bullet is one, your two bullets are one sprite. And now your right. two fighters are one sprite. And it's like, that right. was like the, the workaround. And it was like, it's, you know, just little stuff like that, that they had to like overcome during this like time period. I don't know. That stuff, that stuff's pretty cool. I love that shit. Like, um, like on the NES, when you, whenever you fight like a big boss on the NES, it's usually the background. And they right. just have like a hitbox. Right. I always thought that that shit's super interesting to me. I agree. But yeah, the NES version is um it's good. It's it's Galaga. I would say it's like stripped down a bit, obviously. Like the graphics are oddly not as good, um, in terms of like the explosions and like the lights in the background. Um it's also slower and they don't the like I said, like I mentioned, the bugs don't breathe. But otherwise it's a very competent version i was thinking about this and i'm like why the fuck did people pay like 50 dollars back in the day for this when it came out on the nes i'm like god damn people <laughs> paid that much money for this game like there were other like fully featured like zelda or like mario and people were paying 50 dollars for mm. a game from like six years ago i don't know i mean I mean, don't you kind of, like, remember, like, when we were kids, though, granted, I think we're probably more going to apply this to, like, a Street Fighter 2 or something like that in our heads, but it's, like, it's the thought that, like, we, I mean, we're dumb kids, right? Like, we just go, oh, that game's at the arcade, I can have it home, that's so cool. And so it's, like, you convince your, now, we didn't pay 50 bucks for it, our parents paid 50 bucks for it, and we just convinced, like, you know, we're not thinking about that, but we're just thinking that it's cool that we can have an arcade game, like, in our in our bedroom, and I think, I don't know, that's how I used to think of it anyway. Yeah, but. That, that's exactly what I thought of, too. It's just, like, the sheer, like, candy brain novelty of it. Like, oh, this these are, and also, like, these are what video games are. Like, arcade games. Like, if you're playing games like that your whole life, and then suddenly you have the option to, you know, play a version of it in your living room. It's like, that's cool. I, I don't even have to go to the arcade. Crazy. Right. And right. it's like, yeah, and then also, it's not your money. It's like, it's not your $50 when you're, <laughs> when you're seven years old. Like, being like, I want a video game to your parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's got to be it. But you're right, Ellen. Like, if this game came out now, it's like... I mean, I guess you could make that argument about games like Tetris Effect or something like that. It's like, really? You're going to pay $30, $40 for Tetris? But they do other cool stuff. There's visuals and music and such. Um, but it's a little bit of that. <laughs> Tetris Effect is so good. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I guess guy pissed off Tetris Effect internet by saying that. <laughs> I love Tetris, Tetris Effect. I uh, had a quite an experience with it when i played it but yeah so um what else do i have to say about this game a couple other things um when you're going for the high score in this game on the arcade you don't want to play as player one i guess because player one can't get over a million points but player two can get 10 million oh, because of, yeah, the, because yeah. of the way the board works it's very strange yeah. player two player two is making some backroom deals uh with namco <laughs> i think that's what was going on they made a, a sequel to this game called Gap Plus. This is a terrible name. Just a terrible name, which came out in 1984. Um, they've made 20 other sequels or spinoffs to this game. There's been like a ton, a, an absolute shitload. People love this fucking game. It's on like a, so many best games of all time lists. I don't know how high it is on those lists, but it is on a lot of lists. Um, and one final well, note. It's about to be on the list now, isn't it? Yes, the list. Um <laughs> One final note I will say is that the boss Galaga does make an appearance in the movie known as Pixels. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> we'll be talking about Galaga again in no time. We're going to be on that <laughs> Pixels train is, so hard. Is, 
Is Pixels a video game movie? It's a movie about video games. Oh, that is a... That's a good question. Hmm. It's not... I guess not by our original criteria, because our original criteria was that you had to have a movie based on a video game. And Pixels, I guess, has cameos from video game characters. That's probably the way to put it. Have you watched Pixels? No, no. No. But I know what it's about. I have seen Pixels. I'm I'm sure you have. Probably more than once, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How many? Double digits? Uh, I don't know. But there are a lot of video game references in there. Um, And one of them is Galaga. I feel like um, I feel like maybe we allow it, like as a video game movie. That's, I'm just going to throw that out there. We don't have to get into the movie list right now, but maybe we. Yeah, allow maybe, it. yeah. Maybe I, if I we get through, we watch it, the... but maybe we don't rank it. You know, because it's <laughs> it's uh it's it's not it's not restrict the creative constraints. Of, we need a third uh, list. <laughs> You're right. We need a third list about video game movies that are not actually based on video games, or <laughs> maybe video game movies that have their own made-up video game in them something like that like would tron potentially be a video game movie then right because maybe that's a fourth right? <laughs> no the, the video game for tron did not come before tron didn't it i think i thought no. it was like i thought it was like a promotional item essentially no 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 tron deadly discs and tron the other tron it came after tron came out i believe is tron a video game movie though if Pixels is a video game movie, you're going to say Tron's not a video game movie? Like, this is a whole whole philosophical <laughs> I, knot we have to untangle. I mean, true. So, Tron, the video game, came out in 1982. Tron, the movie, came out... In 1982. But, it was one month before. So, clearly, this was a tie-in game. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like For all sure. the Lord of the Rings games I played when I was a kid were tie-ins to the movies, uh, circa you know two thousand one through three. Um, but hmm. there's a lot of like games, vid- movies that are, have like a video game in it that's made up. Like The Last Starfighter is another one. Oh yeah, that's. Do you ever yeah. see that movie? And then you get yeah. no. I, I've heard of it. Um, I was just thinking, uh, what's Ready Player One? Is that a video game movie? Hmm. Uh, I don't want to watch that movie. Again. <laughs> I think if we watch Pickle- Pixels, it opens up a whole can of worms, so we should be careful. I feel like Pixels is fun bad, and uh, Ready Player One is like, we're, it's, I'm not a bad movie, guys. Like, there are movies that are like, they like know they're bad movies, right. and they like lean in, and then there's like movies that are like, no, 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 this is a serious film. We are not going to be discussing this. Reference, as bad. reference, yeah. reference, reference. Video game, book, movie. Video game, book, movie. That's that whole. The eighties. The eighties. It, does, it yeah. does have that sweet uh, Mechagodzilla design, though. At the end, though, that was. Um, there's a there's a Gundam school. in there. Yep. That yep. man's driving a Gundam. <laughs> that man. Pl- that man's playing Galaga. Um. Okay. So where does this go on our endless list? As I mentioned, it goes, this is our 120th entry. Um, we have a great comparison. Um, and that number is Anonymous Giraffe is hovering over it in our spreadsheet at number 54. That's me. Space Invaders. That's me on the um, Anonymous Giraffe. Um, and I just want to know, does this go above or below Space Invaders? Present your arguments. I think having played it recently, as I said earlier, I think it's more fun to play than Space Invaders. I think it's got a little bit more going on. 
but it does not have the legacy that Space Invaders has. We haven't talked th- about legacy in a while. <laughs> I think I think it's got a pretty substantial legacy. I mean, it has it's a, got a very it's very cl- big series. It's true. Um, I would I would say that Yokoyama, the guy who designed Gal- Galaga, the reason why he was into video games was because of Space Invaders. Right, but then yeah. just but just you know, it's it's derivative of Space Invaders to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, right. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like the next evolution. Gal- Galaxian, they like tried, but it wasn't really that great. And then they like added some things to it, and they shifted some things around. And they made it more colorful, and it's a great game. I think that gameplay wise, this game is a better game than Space Invaders, personally. Yeah, um, I, think- I think you, I think you can make an argument on the legacy and all that. I think that this game, just the fact that we're talking about it in 2021, it has a legacy. It has like 20 million sequels. It's in every barcade. Um, it's very popular still today. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about was this game. They, on average, I guess, the industry average when they were selling arcade games was to target four minutes per quarter is what they were trying to target. And the gameplay for this was seven minutes and they took a risk. And that's why it's kind of popular as well. Uh, so there's a lot of... I think it's I think it's very comparable to Space Invaders. But if we yeah, want to no. go just on gameplay, it would go higher. I think if we want to go just on history it would be space invaders but i think you kind of hit on a lot of the points that i would say well first i think it's a lot better than space invaders like i get the importance of space invaders but you know space invaders is not is not necessarily the game that like you just said you don't walk into a barcade um and see like a space invaders cabinet uh and whereas like galaga like you will kind of find it in most every single barcade and it is still popular because just the refinements in that gameplay uh, can still be fun in 2021. Like, you know, like, like leading up to this podcast, we were having like a high score competition kind of behind the scenes and it's like, it's, it's fun chasing that high score. Like, and it's, and it's like, as the game speeds up and gets a little bit more difficult and stuff like that, like it is, it, it's, yeah, it's, it holds up. And it's like, you know, it, it doesn't do anything too crazy, but what it does, it does really well. And it's just, um, you know, it's, it really comes down to just, like, how much weight do you kind of put into, like, that high score chasing um, repetitive nature of Galaga, you know? And uh, I think... I think, I mean, that's... You could say the same same thing about Space Invaders in there. Yeah, uh, but... Repetitive but, high but, score chasing. But, but coming I mean, off Space of, like, Invaders did Space invent Invaders the high, the no, high no, score. But, but I'm saying, like, the Space Invaders gameplay doesn't really hold up, whereas the Galaga refinements do hold up a lot better. Like... Mm. I still like Space Invaders, but I would say that Galaga probably holds up a little bit better. Yeah, I feel like you're you're fading Space Invaders a little bit here, though. But I think I would give the nod to Galaga as being the more fun version of of Space Invaders. So I would <laughs> I give it the nod. That's my vote. But then then it's a question of how where do we go from here if we're gonna put it above Space Invaders? Does it go above God of War? So I haven't played God of War, so I can't speak to yeah, that. Yeah, I I mean. I don't know. I, I've got a worse fine. I don't care for it all that all that much. I That's mean, kinda... I could see it going above Valkyria Chronicles, but I don't know if it goes above Pitfall. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the easy answer in my head is just put it on top of Space Invaders at, at 54. Um, I That's easy, but, but you know, it. sometimes we want to go the hard way right. and really... <laughs> right. d- determine let's, this let's really get down to the science of this the dna the, of this game the nuts the bolts yep i think uh, i had, I, I I had think somebody I would... at work i asked somebody at work today i was like can you do this for me 
And the person was like, well, we can do it your way or we can do it the easy way. And the easy way is a lot less work on my, my end. And I was just like, motherfucker, just do it the way that's supposed to be done. God damn it. And this is what we're getting to. It goes at number 53, Galaga. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> 54, Galaga. Oh, yeah, 54. Um, no, but where does it go? Let's, Chris, make, your art, make, make a case. Let's go. Let's do this. In 2041, you're still going to walk into a bar and probably play Galaga. You are probably not going to be playing that first Gone War game, uh, you know, Maybe ever again. <laughs> so it's just, uh, I don't know. Sure. God, God of War is fine. It's fun. You know, a little, little too hacky slashy, you know, just. Um, All right, Chris. Chris, we're entertaining your going above God of War. Where, where, where are you stopping on this, on this train? I would probably oh. stop before Valkyria Chronicles. <laughs> so. The Valkyrie classic, Chronicles Walls. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> other game I really like. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> We're making. I, I, I will say this. Just. I cannot. Cannot be like. Valkyrie Chronicles as a video game is better than. Uh, an all, on an all time list is better than Galaga. I can't do that. You could say Pitfall is. Because I can see that on its merits and on its history. But Valkyrie Chronicles, no, Chris. Not today. I want it to go at number 49. If, if you feel so strongly about it. Uh, anime, Galaga, anime Galaga just got a bump here. Yeah. Two, hey, two games I like a lot being, being in essentially the same spot really ruins my day. <laughs> I just think that I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't look at this list. Some, sometimes I look at this list and I'm like, motherfucker, why is this so high? Or like, why is this in relation to this? And I'm like, god damn it. But not today. Today I'm putting my foot in the sand. And I'm saying, Valkyrie Chronicles is not as influential or as good of a game as Galaga. I liked Valkyrie Chronicles. However, Galaga gets the nod at number 49. Okay, I I was uh, I, I've said I've said it before. I think uh, I, I feel like this would go so much easier if we uh, we made our own personal list instead of Get out making of here. our personal list. And then you want lists on lists? <laughs> we're going. We, we're, we're creating lists of movies based on video games. Video games based on movies. I just want to. What I is wanna, this? I just want to make a list where uh, Dead Space and uh, The Last of Us are at the bottom where they they should. Be. Oh my <laughs> god, Dead Space is a great game. Did you do you like Resident Evil Four? Yes, loved it. That's that's unusual to me. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say I was gonna make the observation, Chris. I feel like I, I've observed something the way we rank rank games that you're passionate about. Sometimes I feel like we start talking about the games like in some part of the list, like we were doing today, and we're like, okay, we feel pretty good about this ranking. And then you make <laughs> some case, and then somehow through like reverse psychology, you get other people to make the case more strongly for you and then end up with a higher ranking. And I don't understand what, what, what you're doing, but it's working. So uh, it's, uh, you know. that, it felt like we were kind of like, yeah, it's Space Invaders, Galaga, they're, they're comparable, they're comparable. And then all of a sudden, we're like putting our foot in the sand, Valkyria Chronicles is trash compared to Galaga. And here we are. Well, well gentlemen, we have a new number 49. <laughs> <laughs> its name is Galaga. Um, 
Congratulations. It's our second shoot 'em up game. I'm gonna make it a shoot 'em up on our list. Um, we need more shoot 'em ups. So somebody play Gradius, please. Or yeah. Zevius. The next, the next evolution really in the genre is Zevius because it adds uh, vertical scrolling. So like the background scrolls, and you can also shoot in the foreground and the background. That's like the next big jump in the shoot 'em up um, that we might want to talk about at some point. But nevertheless. This is a game, and we have added it to our list. I want to thank you, Chris. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Who wants to do what we're talking about next week? You have to You have to act it out, too. The way the immortals do. The way the immortals do. Yeah, I already forgot what next week was. Oh, is next but- week... Mortal Kombat! <laughs> yeah, we're, we're watching the movie. So, the movie comes out. And then we're going to watch it. A new movie, too. This is going to be like a world premiere. It's so bad. Whatever the name of that list is. Uh, <laughs> premiere. So, if you don't want to be spoiled on that movie, don't watch the <laughs> Don't listen to the podcast, but if you do want to be spoiled and you want to join us and watch along, you can do that. Or maybe so watch, just watch the movie and then, you know, just listen, yeah. to, listen to the podcast right after. Yeah. That's all. Hell yeah. yeah. Just do it. It's on HBO Max. You got this. I believe in you, a listener. Let's do this. Until next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.